I thought that Father Rus will say a few things just so wonderful that we can come together and it's also nice 
that brothers are joined with us. We indeed have a large number of phone calls, one call from Johannesburg, one from Marseille, one from Brother Manfred, one from Romania, one from Ukraine, one call from Finland, just from everywhere, and Moldavia. And it's just so wonderful. All are hearing and are rejoicing that they can hear God's word with us. Then we have also prayer requests. We just have the confidence to the Lord that he will save, that he heals. We have here a prayer request of a son who since ten weeks has fever and who has trouble and the doctors can't find the reason. Also for this, we will also pray. As already said, all the emails from everywhere, people are writing and are rejoicing that we can together hear God's word. Then today, we have our beloved brother Karl Zink in our midst. It's his birthday today. He only turned 86. Then we have our brother Hans and Willy Keck in our midst. It's also their birthday today. God bless you in a special way. Brother Zink, please stand up so that all can see you. This is our beloved brother Zink. God bless you in a mighty way. Where are our brother Kek? Where are they, the twin brothers? One here and the other there. God bless you in a special way. Old friends who I know since 40 years Then Brother Kupfer, he wrote us some words here in reference to brothers who at this place are preaching the word. They only preached to us God's word in all the clarity and truth, only the word of God from the Bible, as the scripture says says it to us. And then Revelation 22 as a reference. And then we have the wonderful statement from Brother Kupfer. What is not written in the Bible, God did not say. What is not written in the Bible, God did not say. This is a statement which includes everything. Praise and thanks. Beloved Brother Kupfer, God bless you. Then, our beloved Brother Jochem, he wrote some things down here. I just want to read a few lines. The new song can only sing who received new life from God. 
You must put off the old man and you must put on the new man. Very tremendous. Then it continues, where do I position myself biblically? Where does God position me biblically? It's just testimonies on which one can notice that the word is not only being heard, the word is being received, it is being believed. Yes, we believe at this place, as the scripture says. John 7, 38. Whoever believes in me, as the scripture says, and the second part, out of his belly, rivers of living water will flow. And in verse 39, this he spoke of the Spirit, of the Spirit, which should come upon us. And on this we are waiting, brothers and sisters, although we are waiting for the great things which God will do. The enduing with the power from on high is the precondition that the great things can happen by the power of God. And the enduing will take place in all of the church. Then we have our precious brother and sister from South Africa in our midst, six in number. And I would like ask Brother Hilton to come now to the front and to greet us and to pray with us. And then I would like to ask our brother Daniel not to preach, but just to come to greet and to pray. And the same with our brother from Paris. And so we will then ask the brothers, please come now to the front. Come, Brother Hilton, come to the front. Tell us a few words as a, greet, as a word of greeting. And then we ask that Brother Daniel comes. And then we ask that Brother Didier comes. And Du bist würdig, du bist würdig, du bist würdig, o oh Herr, hinzunehmen, Preis und Ehre, Ruhm und Anbetung. Du bist würdig, o oh Herr, Glory, Glory, Alleluia, Glory, Glory, Alleluia, Glory, Glory, Alleluia, Deine Wahrheit schreitet voran. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. May the Lord bless us. May He be with us. May His will be done in our lives and in the church. May He Himself 
complete his work with us. And then may he start with Israel and may he also complete and finish. In the last meeting in Zurich, we spoke about that the Lord God has led it in such a way that Abraham sent his servant Eliezer to look for a bride for Isaac and to find her and to lead her home. It can be read in Genesis 24. And I just wrote down some main thoughts from Genesis 24. In verse 11, this man was at the well at the evening time. In verse 14, Isaac was ordained for Rebekah and Rebekah was ordained for Isaac, predestinated. It can be read concerning the church in Ephesians chapter 1, verse 5, predestinated according to the good pleasure of his will. There is a predestination which we received, which we believe with all our hearts. In verse 16, Rebecca was, was very fair, was beautiful. What good would it be for me if we would not read in Ephesians chapter 5, verse 27, that the Lord will present his church in beauty before his presence, without spot and without wrinkle. What was shown already in the Old Testament in shadows happens, of course, in view of that, what happens in the New Testament. And then in verse 26 and 27, the Eternal led it in such a way. Who was it who was leading your ways in your life in such a way that you became a believer, that you received the knowledge of the truth? Who was it? Were it man? No. It was God, the Eternal One. He led it in such a way with all of us. Verse 31, Come in my house, you blessed of the Lord. The man who was sent out to fetch the bride was the blessed of the Lord. Who are those men? who today, according to Matthew 21, 22, let the call go forth. Everything is ready for the wedding of the Son. And those invited were not ready to come. And then the Lord said, Go to the hedges and to the fences and invite. And behold, the room of the wedding was filled with guests. Verse 43 and 44. He has appointed her 
for you. Verse 48, to get a wife for his son, to win her. God opened her heart. Has not God opened your heart? Has God not opened our hearts? Has he not spoken to us? Did we not from the first day on, from the first sermon, did we not have the agreement to the call which was addressed to us? Did we confer with flesh and blood? We immediately knew, the Lord calls me, the Lord speaks to me, and we left everything behind, and we followed, we obeyed the call. Then, here in verse 50 and 51, We have it, how the Lord God appointed it today. He appointed it. He ordained it that way. Then verse 56 to 58, Hinder me not, because God has given grace to my journey. Brothers and sisters, it's just so tremendous in what kind of way the shadows of the Old Testament are finding their realization and fulfillment in the New Testament. We are not on the way for our own cause. We are on our way to call out the bride to reach all who belong to the bride church. And we thank God that he has given us the word and that he revealed it to us to bring it as a message to the people. And then all who belong to the bride church They will hear the call and they will not confer with flesh and blood, but they will follow the Lord. And this is the moment where we see the light, as also Saul saw it on his way to Damascus. In the moment where the Lord God speaks to us, when he calls us, when he meets us, then we see the light. And in that light, we see then everything illuminated, whatever God has given us in his word. Then we don't have to discuss anything anymore, not to interpret anything anymore. Also not Matthew 25. We just take it as it is. At midnight, there was a cry made. No man needs to interpret whether someone must come and taking the thing in his hands. We leave everything to God. No man may take the matter of God into his hands. We leave everything up to God and he will bring it to pass. We are very, very grateful to God that We are really living in a time, and this was also very good expressed, God didn't take us out from one confusion to let us slip again into a new confusion, but God called us out, he led us out, and has cleansed us by the washing of the word and cleansed and washed us in the blood of the Lamb. 
And he wants to seal us with the Holy Spirit after we have heard the word of truth. As it is written in Ephesians chapter 1 verse 13, brothers and sisters, we cannot play with your time and also not with the time of God, with the time of grace. We have the holy duty to call out the bride church. And we time and again are coming back to the same word. He who has an ear to hear, let him hear what the Spirit is saying unto the churches. We believe that Brother Brenham was a man sent from God. As John the Baptist was a man sent from God. And here's the point. Let us say it openly and freely. All who heard a man sent from God, they heard God. Whoever believed God, believed God. Whoever believed Abraham, believed God. Whoever believed Elijah, believed God. Whoever believed Isaiah, believed God. All men of God who were sent with a divine message, all who believed what these men sent from God were preaching, they believed God. And by this, they were justified before God. For instance, Abraham, he believed God. And by this, he was justified. At the very moment, in the moment where we believe God, we are justified. And from that moment on, starts the walk of faith and of obedience. And we see also with Abraham, who had the promise concerning Isaac, and then we see the bride was searched for the promised son, and she was found. The same way it is to today. Jesus Christ, the Son of God, is the bridegroom, and the bride must be found for him until it is fulfilled what is written in Revelation 19. And the bride has made herself ready and it was given to her to be clothed in white linen. And this is the righteousness of the saints. There is a self-righteousness and there is a righteousness of the saints, namely of those who by the word of truth are sanctified. Sanctify them. In thy truth, thy word is the truth. And without holiness, no one shall see the Lord. So, Let us come back to the word. Let us respect it as God's word. Let us receive it. To also prove by this that we are children of the new covenant. That we accepted the covenant with God. That we are no longer walking our own ways. But that we accept the, the covenant of God for us is true. To this I would like to read some scriptures to deepen that a bit, what we heard yesterday. The main scripture is in the prophet Isaiah. 
In chapter 42, where we are told that the Lord himself should become the covenant of the people, and he also became it. Isaiah 42, here we read the verses 6 to 9. Isaiah 42, verse 6 to 9. I, the Lord, have called thee in righteousness and will hold thine hand and will keep thee and give thee for a covenant of the people for a light of the Gentiles to open the blind eyes to bring out the prisoners from the prison and them that sit in darkness out of the prison house. Here we have included what is actually included in the covenant. The covenant is not in theory. The covenant is very practical. And the covenant includes to open the blind eyes and to bring out the prisoners from the prison and to lead captivity captive and those who sit in darkness to give them the light. And when we all read Luke 4, there the Lord was reading the word from Isaiah 61. Let us read it from Isaiah 61, because we have it just now before us. Isaiah 61, verse 1. The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me. Because the Lord has anointed me, anointed me to preach good tidings unto the meek. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and the opening of the prison to them that are bound, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. This just goes with it. And we thank God. And I think you all will agree. God has led us out of all religious prisons. He led us out. We all were bound here and there. And by grace we were set free. And whom the Son of God sets free is free indeed. The divine message is a message of deliverance. Not to again enslave us. You must do this and you must do that. Not with foods and days and any regulations. Many times. One finds also within the message people who are specializing on some minor points and matters and make them the main thing. We thank God that we were shown the kernel of the divine redemption and of the divine plan of salvation was shown to us and that it was laid into our hearts. Back to this word, Isaiah 42, 
I made thee for a covenant. He made a covenant with Noah. He made a covenant with Abraham. Making a covenant with Isaac, with Jacob, with Israel. Time and again. Making a covenant. And now, he who made the covenant, he himself becomes the one in whom this covenant is made on earth with us. And God was in Christ and reconciled the world with himself. And by faith in him, our eyes are opened. We become seen. We are coming out of all the prisons. Out of the prison house we come out to serve the Lord and to follow him. Here, in the prophet Isaiah, in chapter 58, we read verse 1 and 2. Isaiah 58, verse 1 and 2. Cry aloud, spare not. Lift up thy voice like a trumpet and show my people their transgression and the house of Jacob their sins. Yet they seek me daily and delight to know my ways as a nation that did righteousness and forsook not the ordinance of their God. They ask of me the ordinances of justice. They take delight in approaching to God. Also, this is possible, that people walk on in their own ways and are expecting the move of God. We have left our own ways and we came unto the way of God. Unto the way of truth we have put our trust and all the promises which God has given to us we receive them by faith. And this word is written in connection. Let me read again the verses 6. Verse 6, and then especially from verse 11, Isaiah 58, verse 6, Is not this the fast that I have chosen to lose the bonds of wickedness, to undo the bonds of the yoke, and to let the oppressed go free, and that ye break every yoke. The yoke of men must be broken so that we can walk with Christ under his yoke. As our Lord said, my yoke is easy and my burden is light. All the humanly yoke must be broken. You all know what a yoke is. 
You of the elder generation, you most certainly know it. A yoke is made out of wood and has two areas, one left, one right. And it is laid upon the ox and they must walk the whole day together into the same direction because the yoke is one yoke but both are united under this one yoke. And so we have seen it as men As men, we were under the yoke in the churches, but God has called us out so that we are put under the yoke of Christ to walk with Him the same way, to walk in lockstep. And to this, God gives us grace. So, that the captives are set free and that every yoke is broken. Verse 11 and 12. And the Lord shall guide thee continually and satisfy thy soul in drought and make fat thy bones and thou shalt be like a watered garden and like a spring of water and like a spring of water whose waters fail not. And when this happens, then also the next verse comes to fulfillment. Verse 12. And they that shall be of thee shall build the old waste places. Thou shalt raise up the foundations of many generations, and thou shalt be called the repairer of the breach, the restorer of paths to dwell in. Blessed and praised be the Lord, our God. May People write and say about Brother Branham and Brother Frank, may they write and say about the mission work what they like. We believe what the scripture says and we know in whom we believe and in whom we have put our hope. And each one who puts his hope into him will not be ashamed because God watches over his word to fulfill it. Our task is to build up the old waste places, to bring everything into its original condition. You all know the whole Holy Scripture was written in parables. When our Lord speaks about that the body consists of many members, when Paul speaks about how the church is set in order, and then Peter speaks of a building where Christ is the chief cornerstone, and where we as several members are stones which are fitted into the building, then we know that the church is meant by it. And brothers and sisters, 
By the message of God, we came to know that God will restore everything into its original condition. Yes, he must bring it back. And that the church has the commission to bring the word so that God in, can do in our midst what he promised and what he purposed. As already mentioned yesterday, the Lord God always uses people who are present when he does something. And Noah was present when the ark was built. And Moses was present when the Exodus took place. Men of God were always present when God announced something or when he did something. Time and again, they were his witnesses who experienced what God ordained and what he announced. They witnessed it as we also experience it now. What good is it? Also this, we have said many times, what good is it if we would know what God did 4,000 years ago, or 3,000 years ago, 2,000 years ago, if we would know what God did 500 years ago, or 50 years ago, if we would not know what he is doing today, if we would not have been introduced into the plan of salvation by his word, to recognize where we are standing spiritually, how near we have come to the return of Jesus Christ. And Brother Brenham, Yes, at least 50 years ago, he said, I see nothing anymore what is unfulfilled except that the return of Jesus Christ could take place. Since that time, many years have passed. If we look today into the world, then all can notice it, that like this, it cannot continue like this for a long time. But brothers and sisters, only he who was informed by the word of God about what is happening now, whoever reads in the Holy Scripture, he will, he will come to know what time it is on the world watch. And as then the prophet Daniel was reading in the prophet Jeremiah, chapter 25 and 29, he was reading it when the Lord God said that Israel will be 70 years in captivity. Daniel, who was ordained by God to write down the vision he went back to the word of prophecy. He went back to that, what God spoke through the prophet Jeremiah. But also at the time of Jeremiah, a man came on the scene and he said, Thus saith the Lord, in two years the yoke will be broken and the people will be brought back. And the prophet Jeremiah went away and he said, Huh, let it be so. And just he left the man, the Lord God speaks to him and says, return to him and tell him, the yoke of wood is broken, a yoke of iron will be put on upon the people. 
But you, you will die within one year. And he died. There were always people who came on the scene, who prophesied, also prophets, but who did not prophesy in the commission of God. And this we could dis distinguish by his grace. Brother Brennan was not only a prophet, he was a promised prophet whom God showed visions, to whom the Lord spoke directly, a man sent from God with the word of God. But the main thing remains, of course, forever, that our hearts should be turned back to the faith of the fathers. And that's what's all about now. Here, in the prophet Isaiah, in chapter 59, we read the wonderful words, the wonderful words concerning the covenant, concerning the word Isaiah 59, from verse 20. And the Redeemer shall come to Zion and unto them that turn from transgression in Jacob, saith the Lord. And then it comes. As for me, this is my covenant with them, my covenant with them, saith the Lord, my spirit that is upon thee, and my words which I have put in thy mouth shall not depart of thy mouth nor out of the mouth of thy seed's seed. Nor, say the Lord, from henceforth and forever. Not only in our Lord, but in all with whom he made the covenant. The same Spirit rests upon us. The same words abide in us throughout all eternity. And this is 2 John, the second John, in which it is written, 2nd John, the last part, from verse 1, and then also verse 2. And not I only, but also all they that have known the truth. For the truth's sake, which dwelleth in us and shall be with us forever. So, not only in the mouth of the Lord, but in the mouth of the children and of the children's children who heard and believed the word of God and to whom 
it was revealed. Already the first sermon on the day of Pentecost, for the promise is unto you and to your children and to all who are afar off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. God made a covenant, brothers and sisters, and this covenant stands firm. Heaven and earth may pass away, but God's word remains forever. And everything what God said, this is true. Please, receive it by faith. What is written here, take it literally and believe it as it is written. Those who turned from transgression, those who turned from being unfaithful, it's those who returned and who are hearing the word of God and who believe it. And therefore it's written in verse 21 in Isaiah 59, As for me, this is my covenant with them, saith the Lord. It is thus, saith the Lord, my spirit that is upon thee, and my words which I have put in thy mouth, shall not depart of thy mouth nor out of the mouth of thy seed. Are we children of God? Then the word of God remains in us, we, as it was in, in his mouth. That's how it is written. First Kings 17, the last verse. The woman said, Now I know that the word in thy mouth is the truth. And who, he who is of the truth will recognize that we are preaching the pure word of God. And it continues, nor out of the mouth of thy seed, nor out of the mouth of thy children's children, saith the Lord from henceforth and forever. Without interruption, the word of God abides in the mouth and heart of those who have become a God's possession, who were born by the seed of the word, born again unto a living hope by Jesus Christ our Lord, and by this becoming partakers of the divine nature. We don't think anymore in a human way, but the mind of Jesus Christ was given to us by His grace. In Luke chapter 1, we read the introducing words which at that time were said, they were said as a blessing which Zechariah, which Zechariah spoke out by the Holy Spirit, Luke chapter 1, here it says, from verse 67, Luke 1, from verse 67, and his father, Zechariah, was filled with the Holy Ghost and prophesied, saying, 
also today, when we are filled with the Holy Ghost, then we go to the word of prophecy, and no word of prophecy is of any private interpretation. The word of God has become a lamp to our feet. Listen closely. In verse 69, And blessed, blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he has visited and redeemed his people and has raised and has raised up an horn of salvation for us in the house of his servant David. And now comes the wonderful verse. As he promised by the mouth of his holy prophets, which have been since the world began. Is this not wonderful? That's how he promised it to us, by the mouth of all his holy prophets from the beginning. Now it comes with the covenant in verse 72 to perform the mercy promised to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant and to remember his holy covenant. Psalm 50 it was already partly mentioned here in Psalm 50, it is written in verse 4 and 6, Psalm 50, verse 4, He shall call to the heavens from above and to the earth, that he may judge his people. Gather my saints together unto me, those that have made a covenant with me by sacrifice. And then it says, And the heavens shall declare his righteousness, for God is judge himself. In the moment, where we are gathered as the people of the new covenant, God also judges us and each one of us examines himself in the presence of God whether we are in agreement with God and his word up to the point and if we would have all the gifts and if we could move mountains and would not have love, then we would nothing. We would be nothing. Just a sounding brass and a tinkling cymbal, brothers and sisters. In the first church age message in Revelation two, it says, "I have against thee that you left the first love. Remember from which height you have fallen." God placed the church in the beginning on higher ground. No one spoke about that, what is his or what is, is not his. It was just like that, that there were one heart and one soul. And God could manifest himself in a mighty way. Did we not hear it? At the rapture, no one will take something with him, only that what God has given us by his grace. 
Only what comes from heaven, we will also take back into heaven. Then we have, especially Hebrews 7. In Hebrews 7, we are once again shown the covenant which the Lord God has made with us. Hebrews 7, from verse 22. Here it says, By so much, Hebrews 7, verse 22, By so much was Jesus made a surety of a better covenant. He became surety. He became the. He has given the guarantee for everything that belongs to the new covenant. When he said, "This is the new covenant in my blood," in that moment, he he became surety for everything what he promised and what was given to us in him. Brothers and sisters, we are not beggars, we are not strangers, we are of God's household, sons and daughters of the Almighty, chosen from before the foundation of the world to be sons and daughters of God. And here our Lord became surety as a surety of the new covenant. And then we read in verse 24, But this man, because he continueth ever, has an unchangeable priesthood. Wherefore, he is able also to save them to the uttermost that come unto God by him, seeing he ever liveth to make intercession for them, for us. So, not only at the conversion that we become a possession of God, but as children of God, if some mistakes are happening to us, then we have an advocate who has given full salvation in his blood was the life. And we just have to believe with all our hearts as it is written in Leviticus 17 verse 11 the life of the body is in the blood. So also the, the divine life was in the divine blood which was shed for us on the cross of Calvary. You all know what the press media, what the people are writing about our Lord. One could get upset about it. If something is being said about some religious founders, then the whole world is in uproar about our Lord. The most impossible things are being said and no one is upset. There is even a movie show now of this man, Mel Gibson, Mel Gibson. And you all heard about it. A Jew hater of the first rank a practicing Catholic who said, 
I as a Catholic suffered in a Protestant country just as Jesus suffered under the Jews. And now the gentlemen in Jerusalem, they were watching this movie and they have forbidden it because they recognized that this movie is directed against the Jews and has nothing to do of what it was pretended to be. But the world is just being deceived. You all heard about it. You all followed it. When the same man who made this movie showing the crucifixion of our Lord with all the brutality as it actually did not happen, he is stopped by the police. And he is swearing at the policemen. And he said, you bloody Jew. The same man who made this film about Christ and about his crucifixion and who really wanted to hit at the Jews, he greets the policemen who stopped him while drunk driving. And as the first thing he says to the policeman, you bloody Jew. One could already notice what, whose child he is. And then the brother tells me, tells me in the USA, I went seven times to the movies and I watched this film. I don't have to see this film a single time. I have the crucifixion before my eyes. We preach Jesus Christ, the crucified one. And we know it happened for us. God was in Christ and reconciled the world with himself. We don't need a movie. We don't need a mockery. We just need the true proclamation of the word of God, of our Lord. Here we have it. He has become surety of a better covenant. And the most tremendous word is really written at the end of Hebrews. Here in Hebrews, chapter 13, it is a very tremendous word in Hebrews 13. Verse 8 is very familiar to us, but also verse 7. Hebrews 13, verse 7. Remember them which have the rule over you, who have spoken unto you the word of God, who didn't tell you stories, not who brought you interpretations, but who preached to you the word of God whose faith follow, considering the end of their conversation, Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today, and forever. Then comes the admonition, be not carried about with diverse and strange doctrines, and then comes the whole admonition and description. And then we read in verse 12, Wherefore, Jesus also, that he might sanctify the people with his own blood, suffered outside the gate. And, the, and then the word is addressed to us. 
Let us go forth, therefore, unto him without the camp bearing his reproach. Didn't we go out from everywhere? And whoever did not go out yet, he still will be kicked out. We cannot remain everywhere un until the end. We must confess our Lord. And then it says here, to sanctify us through his own blood. And in verse 13, Verse 13, let us go forth therefore unto him outside the camp bearing his reproach. For here we have no continuing city, but we seek one to come. By him therefore let us offer the sacrifice of praise to God continually. That is the fruit of our lips, giving thanks to his name. Also today we will give praise to him with the fruit of our lips. But now, to the word which I wanted to refer to, Hebrews 13, from verse 20, Now the God of peace, that brought again from the dead our Lord Jesus, that great shepherd of the sheep, through the blood of the everlasting covenant, through the blood of the everlasting covenant. May he make you perfect in every good work to do his will, working in you that which is well-pleasing in his sight, through Jesus Christ, to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. Here we have the blood of the everlasting covenant before us. And as we said yesterday, brothers and sisters, when the Lord God, if the Lord God already in the Old Testament had to let the death angel pass over, because the blood of, of a lamb was put onto the doorposts. And when the Lord God said, when I see the blood, then I will pass over you. And the death angel, with all his anger, could not do anything. All the redeemed through the blood of the Lamb were in the house under the protection of the blood. All the redeemed in the New Testament are in the house of God, in the church of the Lord. And we are under the blood, but make sure that you are in the house of God, that you are part of the temple of God. Don't make a solo attempt anymore. Let yourself be placed by God into his house, into his temple. Only then, when we all have come into the unity of the faith, then we can pray in one accord and God will come down and he will pour out his spirit upon all flesh. Let us summarize. 
God made a covenant with Noah, with Abraham, with Isaac, with Jacob. God made a covenant with Israel. And God said in the Old Testament, when I see the rainbow, then I will pass over you. Brothers and sisters, right in Revelation 4, we have the Lord God on the throne with the rainbow upon his head to show us once more the covenant which he made. Revelation, chapter 4. Here it's written. Let us read from verse 1. Revelation 4, from verse 1. After this I looked, and behold, a door was opened in heaven, and the first voice which I heard was as it were of a trumpet talking with me, which said, Come up hither, and I will show thee things which must be hereafter. And immediately I was in the Spirit, And behold, a throne was set in heaven, and one sat on the throne, and he that sat was to look upon like jasper and sardine stone, and there was a rainbow round about the throne, inside like unto an emerald. Here, after the seven church ages, were revealed and right before the seven seals are opened in chapter 5 the Lord God appears on his throne with a rainbow upon his head to say you are my people I direct my word to you I placed my covenant bow over you. You are my possession for time and for eternity. And then we see how in the prophet Isaiah, chapter 6, also here in Revelation 4, that the heavenly host are crying out without ceasing. In verse 8, they cry out, Holy, 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 Lord God Almighty, who was and is and is to come. Brothers and sisters, we are living in a time in which God revealed himself. Also to our beloved brother Brenham, in the supernatural cloud, in the same in the same pillar of cloud and fire which was accompanying Moses and the people of Israel at the time of Moses the same light which Saul saw on his way to Damascus the same glory of God 
which, which can concentrate in a cloud so that it becomes visible. Also the prophet Ezekiel saw the glory of God at the river Kebar. There were men on the earth who were connected with God, who were in fellowship with God and who revealed to us the word and the experiences with God. Brothers and sisters, also this we say in closing now of this service, if we could not tell of those things which God did in our time, then the services would not be justified by grace. We can report of that what God promised for our time and how he fulfilled his word after, as it was said, uh, when the time was fulfilled, not at your time, not at our time, but at his time, God revealed his word, sending his servant and prophet, bringing us back to the doctrine of the apostles and prophets. And so the original old waste places can be built up again upon the original foundation. And here it is necessary that we do not build with hay and stubble. The fire will take away everything. What cannot stand the test? Let us emphasize the faith which was purified by fire. Namely that faith, that belief as the scripture said it. And then we are again back at John 7 verse 38. He who believes in me as the scripture has said, brothers and sisters, we have much reason to thank God that He has taken away from us every human yoke, that He has broken it, that He made an end to all the confusion, and that He brought us back to Jesus Christ, who is the Word, placing us together under his yoke and the word which was in his mouth shall not depart from our mouth it shall come upon the children and children's children and all shall know God has spoken and his word remains forever to him the almighty God who made an everlasting covenant with us and who has given us eternal life by grace. To him be the honor. To him be the praise. Now and throughout all eternity. Brothers and sisters, I don't know whether you are aware of that the preparation proceeds in every service. We are not coming together in vain, never. God always speaks to us. We are always brought forward. We are strengthened in the word, strengthened in the faith. And we can walk forward until we come from believing unto seeing. Take the word. Take the word home.
from Hebrews 13. Ponder upon it in your heart. The God of peace that brought again from the dead our Lord Jesus, that great shepherd of the sheep through the blood of the everlasting covenant. Yes. He also had, had the same way with us and he walked it. We were crucified with Christ. We died with him. We rose with him unto a new life as the blood put flock. May he make you perfect in every good work to do his will. Working in you, working in us, that which is well-pleasing in his sight, through Jesus Christ, to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. Let us stand up for prayer. Oh God. Just as I am. Oh God. So wie ich bin, so muss es sein. Nicht meine Kraft, nur du allein. Dein Blut wäscht mich von Sünden rein. O Gott, es lahm. Ich komm, ich komm, herrliches Golgatan, herrliches Golgatan, herrliches Golgatan, meine Sünd ist vergeben, meine Schuld ist bezahlt, herrliches Golgatan. Herrliches Golgatha, herrliches Golgatha, meine Sünd ist vergeben, meine Schuld ist bezahlt, herrliches Golgatha. Brüder und Schwestern, Brothers and Sisters, wir werden Gott gemeinsam danken. We will thank God together. I know we are overwhelmed by the word and not, not all can express their reaction to it immediately and yet be it loud or silent together we will raise our voices thanking God for it that he looked graciously down on us as the people of the new covenant, that he loved us so much, and that he went to the cross for us as the Lamb of God, taking away the sins of the world, also taking away our sins. The letter of requirement is torn in pieces, Grace and salvation 
is granted to us. According to the scripture, I will have mercy on him whom I will have mercy, and I will have compassion on whom I will have compassion. And should today, in this service, should there still be friends who have not yet the assurance of faith to have become a possession of Jesus Christ. Dear friends, it is written, whoever calls upon the name of the Lord shall and will be saved. Also today, also today, as we all are praying together, call in your prayer upon the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Speak it out loudly. This we must do. If it is written, whoever calls upon the name of the Lord, this doesn't happen while remaining silent. But what one believes in that moment in the heart must be spoken out with the lips. That's how it is written in Romans chapter 10. Whoever confesses Jesus as Lord and whoever believes in his heart that God raised him from the dead, it is a living faith in whom he, in, in whom he who, who, who died for us and who lives throughout all eternity. Today in this service, no one shall go out empty-handed. All shall make their personal experience with God. All shall take it home. I know there are special prayer requests also for sick which we will bring to the Lord our God believing that the healing has taken place on the cross of Calvary just as the salvation because for our sins he was wounded he was bruised, he was smitten, and our sicknesses were laid upon him, so that we by his stripes would be healed. As sure as the Lord shed his blood for us, so sure we are redeemed. As sure as he was bruised and smitten, yes, literally, he was beaten until he was bleeding. And he was wounded, so sure we are healed by his stripes. The Lord God, may he give us today thankful hearts, being thankful for the redemption by the blood of the Lamb, thankful for the leading into the word and into the will of God, thankful for that he has opened our eyes, that has opened our hearts, and that has given us the understanding for the scripture. Everything is grace. And for this we will today, at this first weekend of the year 2007, 
We will thank God today in view of the whole year that it goes from glory to glory, from clarity to clarity, from power to power. And with God it always continues, as written, until the full day, until the morning star has risen in our hearts. To our God and Lord be the honor and the praise. And now, let us together pray. Brother Rus will come, he will pray with us. And then we will really raise our voices and we will thank him. Hallelujah. Say a few words if you like. Faithful Lord, we are so thankful for the words which we could receive today. It's of course the spiritual food and we are thankful that the Lord has prepared it for us. As he has showed it in advance, the spiritual food should be stored in. It was stored in. Now it can be given out. And you and I, we may partake of it. Are we not thankful to the Lord? I think we all should thank Him. Let us do it together. Heavenly Father, we thank you from the depth of our hearts. Also for this morning, Lord, for this service, for your word, especially for your word. You have spoken to us in a mighty way through your word. Because we know your word is you speaking. A living word. Hallelujah to your word. Receive the glory and honor and the praise and the adoration. Bless in all countries. Bless in all countries. Bless. Bless. Do it by your grace. We ask it in your wonderful name of Jesus. Praise the Lord. Thank our God. Glorify His holy name. Holy, holy is the Lord. And all the earth is full of His glory. He is our praise. Hallelujah. Glory to God in the highest and peace on earth. O you God of Abraham, Isaac and Jacob, Lord Almighty God, you are in our midst. You have a people of the new covenant. Your words are in our hearts and mouths. Praise, honor, and glory. Bless everywhere in east and west, in south and north. Give a breakthrough, an outpouring of thy Holy Spirit. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Praise it in heaven! 
Glorify his blood. Glorify his word. Glorify his grace. Hallelujah. 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 Preis und Dank. Preis und Dank. Preis und Dank. Hallelujah. 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 Preis sei Gott. 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 Halleluja. 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 Preis sei Gott. Preis sei Gott. Preis sei Gott. Mein Gott. Mein Gott. Mein Gott. Halleluja. 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 Preis sei Gott. Preis sei Gott. Preis sei Gott. Halleluja. Preis sei Gott. Halleluja. Halleluja. Wunderbar. Wunderbar. Jesus ist der Herr. Wonderful, wonderful. Halleluja. Jesus is the Lord. Du bist auf dem Throne. You are on Herr, the throne. Allmächtiger Gott. Lord Almighty God. Der Regenbogen. The rainbow. Über dir. Is upon und you. Über deinem Volk. And upon your people. Über deiner Gemeinde. Upon your church. Komm über uns. Come upon us. Mit dem Bogen des Bundes. With the rainbow of the covenant. Sei du gegenwärtig. Be thou present. O oh Herr. O oh Lord. Uns Our God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Sagt einmal Hallelujah. Just say Hallelujah. 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 Praise sei Gott. Praise sei Gott. Hallelujah. Praise sei Gott. Hallelujah. Brüder und Schwestern, Brüder und Schwestern, Brothers and Sisters, receive it by faith. Also the word which was preached today, it will not return void and may it be fulfilled that the word of the Lord as it was in his, in his mouth, in the mouth of the prophets, in the mouth of the apostles, may it also remain true in our mouths, that we only say what the scriptures said, that our faith remains anchored in God and his word. Brothers and sisters, 
God has done great things today in all of us. And with us he blessed all who were hearing and who believed his word and who received his word from the far north of Finland via Eastern Europe in all the world to Asia to Africa to North America everywhere to South America everywhere God has his people brothers and sisters who are joined with us and with God our only desire is to reach all who belong to the bride church and also this let it be repeated as with Eliezer the bride says yes the bride goes with to meet the bridegroom that's how it is today in all peoples and tongues those who belong to the bride church they know that God sends his messengers to call not to call all the people to all the gospel is being preached for a witness but the bride church hears the call of the bridegroom and also we can say as John at that time this my joy is now fulfilled we are not saying it just we know and we believe that we are part of the bride church by his grace and for this we are very grateful to God with all our hearts with all our souls to our God to our Lord who sits on the throne with a rainbow upon his head he spoke he showed John what would happen then the seals were opened and the same God appeared to our brother Branham he spoke with him and in March 63 the seals were opened in a supernatural way a sign that we arrived at the end of the time of grace because the book should be sealed up until the end time and only then being opened and revealed and because we arrived in the end time therefore God was watching over his word and he fulfilled what he promised. Brothers and sisters, these are not stories. This is divine reality here on earth, in the church of the living God. And we are thankful for it that we are having a direct part in that what God is doing in our time. 
And if we close with a sentence, then may God give grace that we all recognize it. We are not only living in the end time. We arrived at the end of the end time. The return of Jesus Christ is at hand. Lift up your heads, for you know that our Redeemer, yes, that our redemption is drawing near, the bodily redemption, the bodily change is drawing near. Our Lord is not coming too late. Let us persevere patiently until we see the promises of God fulfilled. And by this, doing the will of God by His grace. To Him, the Almighty God, who revealed Himself personally to us in Jesus Christ, to Him be the praise, the adoration, now and forever. Brothers and sisters, the presence of God is in this building. God is present. I feel it. We are all feeling God is present. The Spirit of God is resting upon us. Great things are happening in these moments by the power of the blood, of the word, and of the Spirit. Blessed and praised be our God also for this service which He has given us by His grace. And may the moment come where the rainbow also comes down here at this place, where the cloud of glory is upon us, and that the latter rain can fall, which was promised for us before the return of Jesus Christ, our Lord. God bless us. May He lift up His countenance over us and give us all His peace, now and forever. Amen. Amen.